Hallo, hier ist wieder Clark. Wusstest du, dass 61% der Deutschen bereit wären, Geld für eine Versicherung der Erde auszugeben? Bis das möglich ist, kannst du deine Welt im Kleinen versichern. Die passenden Angebote findet der Clark-Algorithmus aus über 160 Versicherern für dich. Natürlich zugeschnitten auf deine aktuelle Lebenssituation. Und bei Fragen stehen dir die Clark-Versicherungsexperten zur Verfügung. Teste uns. Jetzt anmelden und deine Versicherungen einfach über die kostenlose App managen. Ohne Papierkram. Wenn du dich jetzt mit dem Gutscheincode PODCAST30 alles großgeschrieben registrierst und deine Versicherungen in Clark hochlädst, erhältst du einen Amazon-Gutschein von bis zu 30 Euro. Antibiotics are an important part of modern medicine, but their effectiveness has been waning in recent decades as certain bacteria known as superbugs have become resistant to multiple common antibiotics. This has led to the UN declaring that antimicrobial resistance is one of the top 10 global public health threats. To tackle this issue, new approaches are needed, and as antibiotic drugs are hard to come by, and there's little appetite among the pharmaceutical sector to invest in this area, one option is to modify existing antibiotics to make them more effective again. Werner Wiesingen spoke to Jennifer Payne, who's doing just this at Monash University. Antibiotics have basically become a cornerstone of modern medicine. They are currently crumbling under the weight of antibiotic resistance, and we're losing that cornerstone. And we're going to be basically plunged back into the dark ages. And you will have to consider whether you want to go in for that simple surgery in the future because it could be deadly. If we look at what's predicted in 30 years' time, we're up to 10 million deaths a year. And when we're currently talking about COVID and the death toll from that being 5 million, that's twice the number of deaths in one year. Wow, that's such a stark reality. And why are antibiotics running out? Antibiotics are running out because we've misused antibiotics in the past. And because of this misuse as well, resistance has developed and that is spreading throughout bacteria. And it is difficult to create new antibiotics. And we can see that because the last 20 years, there's been no new novel antibiotics reaching our pharmacy shelves. And we've been stuck looking at antibiotics in the same way. So trying to find them in the soils and that sort of thing. And our work has stepped away from that. How is your research different to what's been done before? So classical antibiotics, basic annihilators, they come in and directly kill the bacteria. Our immunotherapeutic works by combining two elements together. One is the targeting element that binds directly to the cell surface, and that delivers a payload of a chemoattractant, a small molecule that can attract white blood cells, and these are our first-line responders, cells that are uh, normally patrolling our body looking for potential harm, basically acting like a neon light or a guiding light, making sure our immune cells can easily find that bacteria. Your approach is essentially that your new antibiotic not only attacks the bacteria, but also invites the immune system to come and help. And so you get this two-pronged approach, like a homing device, essentially, for the immune system. Yes, a little immune beacon going, hey, hey, come eat me, I'm here. <laughs> so how well does this approach work? It is great. So we've looked at it with human immune cells and they show that this enhances their ability to scoff down so many more in invading pathogens, those superbugs. 
We also then looked at it in terms of a mouse infection model as well. And in that, we gave the mouse a superbug uh, lung infection and looked to see how well our compound did. And it resulted in a twofold, so twice a reduction in the number of bacteria present in the lung compared to vancomycin, which is the standard of care treatment for that type of infection. What I hadn't explained yet was that superbugs, as it develops resistance to antibiotics, it also becomes better at hiding for our immune system. To be able to use an immunotherapeutic that helps basically take away that superpower of invisibility brings our immune system back into the fight. And our immune system is a fantastic at defending us from invading pathogens. Are there any off-target effects of this approach? Potentially. We don't want an overabundant immune response because an overactive immune response can be bad for us too. So we want it to be targeted directly to the infection and not happening all over our body. Will the antibiotic work less efficiently because the molecule is now bigger owing to the extra chunk glued onto it? So it's still able to kill the bacteria, uh, but it is a bit less. So we know that it's actually having a bit of an inhibition effect on it due to that attachment. The thing with this is we don't need the antibiotic to get to its site of action. So if it doesn't make it... We don't really mind because it's delivered its payload, that deadly payload already. Will this approach that you've developed work with other antibiotics besides the one you studied? Because it's two elements stuck together, we can kind of switch it around. Now that we've worked out which ones work, we can now put that onto a different uh, targeting element and therefore target different bacteria. Hallo, hier ist Clark. Sicher gibt es Dinge, bei denen du dich trotz einer Riesenauswahl super auskennst. Vielleicht sind es Automodelle oder Joghurtalternativen. Und wie sieht es mit Versicherungen aus? <lacht> Kein Problem. Mit Clark hast du auch da den Plan. Denn Clark vergleicht die Angebote von über 160 Versicherern für dich und empfiehlt dir die, die zu dir passen. Die Übersicht über alle deine Versicherungsverträge behältst du mit der kostenlosen Clark-App. Ganz ohne Papierkram. <lacht> 